This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Wolves nil, Liverpool won. It's Saturday night and I like the way you move. Divock Origi, the saviour of the hour with a last-minute strike on what was a very tricky afternoon for the Reds at Molyneux. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the post-game podcast with me, Patrick Smith, as we try and contain the beaming smiles on our faces after Origi's last gasp winner. The Reds leapfrog title rivals Chelsea, who dropped points earlier today against West Ham, on a day which could have been oh-so-different after a very tough Wolves seemed unbreakable. Jurgen Klopp's side missed chance after chance and seemed destined to be held by a resolute Wolves side until the man of the moment, Divock Origi, once again came to the rescue. We'll have Paul Gorst's reaction from Molyneux, the reaction of manager Jurgen Klopp in his press conference and the thoughts of the fans in the stands. Oh, and make sure you stay around until the end for a fantastic musical rendition from our very own Owen Thomas. It's definitely one you don't want to miss. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Well, Liverpool left it late here at Molyneux, but they did eventually get the winning goal with Divock Origi scoring in the 94th minute. Um, it's always a tough game here at Liverpool. Um, when Liverpool come to Molyneux, I think, for the last three seasons now, where uh, the um, scoreline has been won by just the one goal. Um, and obviously in 2020, Liverpool were flying high and um, squeezed past them 2-1. Uh, they came here in March and won 1-0 thanks to Diogo Jota. And, it's the scoreline once again with Origi coming off the bench to rescue it uh, as he so often does. He's a little bit of a, a cult hero for doing that and uh, Jürgen Klopp called him a legend after the game. He's called him that before of course just for what he did in the Champions League winning season back in 2019 and Origi added another famous goal to the uh, to the long list here today coming off the bench as I say. Uh, didn't really look like it was going to be Liverpool's day. They huffed and puffed um, and found Wolves in a very good um, display at the back. I think Origi's goal was the first goal they've conceded for 372 minutes, so it just shows you how well-drilled they are under Bruno Lars this season. But uh, Liverpool eventually found the way through. Uh, they had chances, of course. Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane late on. Jose Sarr um, was equal to both of those. Diogo Jota on his 25th birthday, he probably should have scored when uh, he made the most of a mistake from the goalkeeper outside the area, carrying it to the uh, to the six-yard line. And he hammered it straight to Conor Cody on the line, but um, Liverpool uh, weren't made to pay for their, um, their missed chances. It was Rigi who come through um, in stoppage time. A long ball from Virgil van Dijk through to Mohamed Salah. He ran past Keanu Hoover, who was just come on the pitch for the excellent Ryan Aitnori at left-back, and uh, Salah ran past him, put the ball into Rigi. Uh, he controlled it, turned and stuck it away and Liverpool walked away from Molyneux with maximum points. It's a big result when you think of Chelsea having lost the West Ham earlier in the day. Um, Manchester City are in action as I record this. Uh, Raheem Sterling's put them uh, a goal up early on, but uh, Liverpool won't be thinking too much about that right now. They um, have gone top of the Premier League for now until the City game is finished, but um, it's a vital three points in this uh, Premier League title race. They uh, have to make the most of every slip-up from either City or Chelsea. And with Chelsea getting beat at uh, West Ham, Liverpool done their job at the other end. So it's finished here at Molyneux, a uh, hard-fought game as we uh, expected it to be. Um, Wolves nil, Liverpool won. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hi, Jürgen. Um, is that the sort of win that wins your titles? Um, if you do it 38 times, yes, absolutely. Um, if you do it once, no. But anyway, it's really important and feels really big today for us, to be honest. Because it was a 
very difficult game. The wind made football makes football really difficult, and today, especially for the dominant side, it makes it really difficult. Um, we missed a lot of chances, um, and we had to defend the counter attacks of of Wolves with an incredibly <laughs> um, uh, quick and um, so that was was the challenge today. But um, in this difficult circumstance, I liked the, the, the game we played because we played between the lines in the first half really well. The start was maybe not really not, not outstanding because we had to learn a little bit how we can how we can play them. But uh, when the boys found it out, then it looked really really good. Apart from the finishing, obviously, or the last pass, these kind of things. Um, so it was clear when you don't score, you just have to keep going, and that's what we did. And yeah, and then Divogorigi, the legend, came and finished it off for us. I love it. Thank you, Nick. We'll go to Paul Joyce and then David Lynch. They're the next two hands we've got up, and that's it at the moment. Paul. Yeah, and that, that ability to keep going to the end is something that has been a trademark of your side in, in the past. Um, you know, keep pushing for the for the for the win. And and, and that was shown again really. We said it. We said it after the game. It was like in the good old times, our good old times, like two years ago or so, uh, when we really needed it badly. And um, like Aston Villa or wherever it was, I, I don't remember all of them. But um, it's it's important skill. It's important skill to stay positive. Um, we we didn't have that. It was not needed too often this season, but it's still uh, an incredibly important um, skill. And um, thank God we could show it today. And um, but look, it's. It's not a lucky win, even though, of course, it's lucky when you're going to score that late, but it's not a lucky win in, in the sense of that, that they had no chance after chance. No, we had chance after chance and just didn't score. So I think the point would have been lucky for Wolves, and so it's the right result. OK, we've got David Lynch and then James Pearson. That's it for the hands of David. Uh, Jürgen, obviously another big moment for Divock Origi. He constantly comes up with these. Can you explain why he has that knack for scoring big goals? Because he's it's it's, it's an incredible finisher. If we don't know it at Liverpool, who should know it then? So we saw that so often. And um, I said, it's, it's difficult to, to get 500 minutes a week in this team because of the, the, the players we have. But Debo is an incredible football player and he's great in his moments. He doesn't need a lot of run-up or whatever or time to, to, to find into a game, and especially not in this game today. It was his game. He could be Debo 100% in and around the box, use your body, use your technique, finish the situations just off. He was unlucky with the all before, I think, was involved in a lot of good moments. It was a threat before he scored. But um, these kind of goals we see plenty of times in training and everywhere. So, and um, yeah. <laughs> so winning in a 95th minute is great. But when Dip scores a goal, it makes it even better. To be honest. Thank you. And at the moment, it's the last question. It's James Pierce, which is the last hand up we have. James. Yeah, you mentioned a couple of months ago that, that, that you were expecting offers to come in for Divock last summer. Was did, did you did you actually expect him to move on? Did you think that that might have been the end of his Liverpool career at the end of last season? If, if I would be in another club, I would I would go for him. So and I thought um, that would happen. That's true, because of he didn't have the the the, 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 the massive game time. But again, I cannot believe that people think if you don't play for Liverpool, you have to be you cannot be good. Uh, this team is outstanding, and if you are here, number 12, 13, 14, and you are outstanding. That's what it is. Um, but um, I'm, I'm very happy <laughs> that he's still here. 
actually, and um, didn't expect it to happen. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been surprised. But that's it. Yeah, and he doesn't, he doesn't seem to have a soul feel sorry for himself when he, when he, when he hasn't been picked this season. He seems to have positively affected games almost every time he's come on, which obviously says a lot about him as a personality. Top striker and top boy. That's how it is. He's, uh, he's already for a long time here at Liverpool. Came here very young. Uh, and scored some of the most important goals in the history of this club. So, yeah, um, he's, he's he's a positive boy, that's true. And I'm really happy. Okay, this is the very last question. John Heiselwood, and then we'll uh, finish for today. John. Oh, John, we can't hear you, I'm afraid. I'll be the knife is the headset. If you want to pull the headset out and give it a go. How's that? Perfect, we can hear you now. Can you hear that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you expand, Jürgen, on how important this, this victory was in the context of your season? Because it's not a glamorous victory, it's not a flash victory, but it's a really hard-earned victory that you e eked out. Okay, what do we have today? Match day number? Was 14? 14, 15, what was match day today? Nobody knows which match Yes, 15. 15. Okay, means we have not even half the season. So that you have glamorous wins like 20, 25 times a year is, is really unlikely. So who cares? Um, we have to win football games in different ways. And today it was that way. The, the game was really difficult. I think you all, you all saw Wolves playing this year very often. It means Wolves usually um, plays completely different football than they, than they were allowed to play against us today. So we really pushed them back. We really played, uh, we, were, we were at them. Our pressing was outstanding. Uh, counter press, a lot of moments. Uh, recovery runs great. Um, and then we create chances, but there was wind and, and, and the deep defending side and all these kind of things that makes it not easier. So, and that we are not surprised that the boys stay on track, but it's, I don't take it for granted as well. So it means I'm really happy that we could show that skill set again today because um, it was for a while not, not needed now, but today it was needed and it's still there, and I'm really happy about that. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's 1 0 win against Wolves. <laughs> I was turning the air blue for much of that second half in particular. I'm not sure that there's ever been a Liverpool player quite like Divock Origi. You know, when you go to Anfield, there's some. Um, there's some sort of uh, cartoony type images that well, I suppose that were certainly based on original photographs. And you know, Johnny Barnes is there, all, all my favourite players. Kevin Keegan. Divock Origi's got to find his way up there at some stage. Um, and there'll be a number of other contemporary Liverpool players that, that will be there too. But how can you leave Div out? You know, he, he's, if you look at it in the cold light of day in terms of what he's done for the club that would otherwise not have happened if he hadn't been there. His contribution has to match Kevin Keegan's, which seems quite ridiculous. And has there, has there been a player that fits his, his mould in the history of Liverpool? I'm the only, and I've been thinking about it for a little while, I can, I can only think of David Fairclough, but that was quite different because David Fairclough was a good player and he was consistently good. It's just that in those days, he, he couldn't break into a very, very good Liverpool team. He would, and he, he had a role which he fulfilled brilliantly. He came on and he, and he scored goals with regularity. 
off the bench. And he was a very good finisher. It, it's hard to say what Div is good at, other than perhaps just being in the right place at the right time when we desperately need him. I mean, you don't need me to list the occasions when he's, when, when he's done what he's done and saved our souls. I mean, from, from, from having me in a particularly bad mood, I'd say throughout that second half, he just completely changed my my evening, uh, and and I'm now I'm now so so delighted with the three points that we've got because this this could be a, a crucial three points. Chelsea drop points today. Um, Manchester City about to kick off as I record this, and we could look back at the end of the season and, and quite happily say, you know, that this was a the turning point as we lift the Premier League trophy. <laughs> what a player. Uh, I'm almost reluctant ever to sell him now. And I've been campaigning for his sale for some time, <laughs> despite the miracles he's performed. Um, Wolves were not undeserving of a draw, were they? I mean, they defended very, very well. They kept Mo Salah quiet until he he took that touch, allowing himself to run onto the ball and then pulling it back for Div. I mean, great stuff from Mo. But other than that moment, he was he was kept pretty wrapped up by a good defensive performance I thought from the home team and their goalkeeper denied Sadio Mane with an excellent save it was all getting quite frustrating I mean I was I was ready to just pile on the blame here on Diogo Jota um, when when Robbo fizzed that one across the face of the goal and, and, and Jota couldn't get to it and then Mo couldn't get to it and I think there was some defending that probably prevented Mo from getting there. I didn't get a good look at the replay but you know you'd, you'd have hoped that Jota would have would have got something on that. There was also there was another incident where again involving Andy Robertson where he played a couple of one twos as he as he entered the penalty area and having picked up uh, the first one two he then played the second and Jota's touch was just not good enough for, for Andy Robertson. Had it been a nicely weighted touch, Andy would have had a decent strike on goal. And then, of course, there's that there's that incident where he he picked up the ball when their goalkeeper and their defender had a massive lapse in communication. And he got to what, within five yards of the goal line? And there's two players on the goal line, but all he has to do is pick his spot and just place it. And he decides, for some reason, to hammer it without any thought about where he's going to put the ball. He just wanted to to blast it. And, and you know, unsurprisingly, it <laughs> hit the player on his body and, and cannoned out. And at that point, I was just beside myself. Uh, I was. It was very, very frustrating. We've drawn a few too many times, and these days a draw is almost as good as a loss. I mean, you're dropping two points. And, and Wolves are a good side, you know. And, and even if we had drawn today... That's far from that's far from over. I mean, that would be a ridiculous thing to think. Other teams, you know, Chelsea and Manchester City are going to drop points against the likes of Wolves, against the likes of West Ham. Because these, these teams have got their act together. Um, and this is going to be a very, very competitive season. It's a very, very talented Premier League. But but Liverpool are an exceptional team this season and I'm I still think we'll win it.
particularly now now that we've picked up these these points it was um that was a bit of a roller coaster though i must say that the there's been talk hasn't there for for a while now that we we might sign trial rate i've never really wanted that and i think my thoughts were just confirmed today he he's got a lot of bluster hasn't he and he draws a lot of fouls certainly we were drawn into some reckless challenges on him because he he tends to leave you for dead he's got that he's got that pace off the mark and he's got strength to leave you behind but he's got no he's got no product about him um and you can almost rely on whatever it is he starts not being finished so i hope that doesn't come to pass i heard I heard uh, some pundits earlier in the week saying, you know, wouldn't it be wonderful if Jurgen Klopp got hold of Traore? What, what, what he could do with him to make him the finished article? Um, I'm not particularly interested in that pros- prospect. I think there are better players out there. But he and the rest of the Wolves team put in a good performance and I look forward to them frustrating Chelsea and Manchester City in particular later on in the season. For now, <laughs> I'm just going to celebrate Liverpool's victory and uh, watch this Man City game and hope that the weekend gets even better. At Gullasahi on Twitter, G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. Liverpool, top of the league, after a last-minute winner by Divock Origi in a game that looked destined to finish 0-0. And this team continues to give us wonderful moments, week in, week out. It was looking for all the world like it was going to finish 0-0. It was a bit of a struggle there today. Um, a lot of credit's got to be given to Wolves. Really, really well organised. Um, all marshalled at the back there by Connor Cody. Um, look, they play basically five at the back and they had to be, they gave us no space really to get in behind them. But for for all that, we created a fair bit few chances. We weren't we weren't at our pair in best today by any means. But you can't you can't play like that every single game. So to grind one out today, it feels really, really sweet, really sweet. Um, like I say, we did have some chances first half. Trent, I think I remember about half, about thirty minutes, he had a decent chance. Jota had one straight after. Should have probably scored with a header at the back post. And yeah, we were the better side in the first half, and I think it continued in the second half. Yeah, we weren't. Like I say, we weren't great. We weren't enough. It wasn't fluent stuff like we've seen um, midweek in the derby. But I think a lot of that's down to the way that Wolves were set up, how disciplined they were. Um, Traore for them is a handful. We've we've seen this before, and every time I see him, I think what a handful he is. If if they, I think if they utilised uh, Traore a little bit better, he could be more of a threat because. Every time he was getting that ball or getting the ball down the channels, his strength and pace, they are a handful. And Liverpool did give him a little bit of rough treatments, especially in that second half. We were just, and it was quite clever from Liverpool. We were just trying to foul him as soon as we could so he couldn't get any momentum. But I think if Wolves was a little bit cleverer and tried to get him on the ball a bit more, get him involved a little bit more, he's the danger man for Wolves. So he's the. He's the, he's the man for them that's the threat, so they need to try and get involved in ball. But he was he was really good for them. Um, like I say, second half, more chances came for Liverpool. Nothing clear-cut. Um, little half chances, I'd probably say. But there was that one, that one chance for uh, Giotta. 
the keepers come flying out, made the mistake. Jota's running in on goal, open goal. I think it was just Connor Cody on the line, maybe one of the other lads. Um, and he initially did have good composure, Jota. He took his time instead of smashing it, got up to the six-yard line. But then instead of just rolling it into the side where the players went, he decided to smash the ball without any placement. And it's and it's luckily just smashed uh, Connor Cody right in the chest and bounced out and... You're not going to get a better chance to score. Absolute sitter. And that was... I think at that moment, everyone must have been thinking, it's game over. We're not. It's not going to happen, this. It's going to be one of them nil-nils or it could be one of them disasters where they could even nick a winner. But thankfully, Divock Origi stepped up again. He came on about the 70-minute mark for Endo. And he was quite lively, Origi, when he came on. He was involved in a lot of good stuff and... The winners came from a, a, a ball across, a diagonal ball across to Salah. Salah's done brilliantly, to be fair, and got in behind their full-back. I don't know, incidentally, if uh, their full-back went off about two minutes before that. And I thought he had a great game, the, the young lad at left-back. I'm not quite sure of his name. The young French lad, he was really, really good. Kept Salah very quiet, gave him no space. And as soon as he's gone off... Um, Salah's got in behind and he literally get in behind the full back he's played a good ball across he did have a bit to do but he's done a nice little spin he's in the six yard box he's got a fancy he smashed it and and it's absolute scenes the bench are going crazy them fans in that ground must have enjoyed that one I'm going crazy here myself wonderful wonderful win much needed because with uh, Chelsea dropping points getting beat earlier on it was a chance to go top of the league and make a statement and after a wonderful performance midweek against uh, Everton dominating playing some wonderful stuff it was nice to grind one out in the end I mean it, it probably would have been a different uh, pod you'd have been getting if we hadn't have scored the winner probably would have been a little bit more downbeat but wonderful to get that winner and uh, made up for Origi. He stuck around when people thought he probably should have moved on or could have moved on. And he, he is a goal threat. He is a goal threat. And he's all he's always put to shift him. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't quite fit in the system and that, but he's a nice option to have off the bench. And he is going to be needed probably more through the next uh, coming weeks and months with the, the volume of games we've got. So made up for the lad. Then you can see what it means. All the players celebrating with him. He's obviously a popular fellow around the ground, uh, the training ground and that around the club. So, yeah, really, really good. So we're top of the league now. That's lovely. We've got um, another dead rubber, uh, AC Milan, is it, midweek? Um, another, good, another good chance to rest some players. You could probably get a good run out there. Um, and then it's uh, Aston Villa, is it, next weekend? Stevie G coming back to Anfield, so that'll be interesting as well. Probably a little bit emotional for Stevie and um, the fans, but yeah, we just keep this. We just keep on rolling. Another win. We go again midweek, and it's going to be a nice weekend. Come on, Liverpool! Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Is there any sweeter feeling than watching our Divock score? Especially when the clock reads 90 plus 4 Wolverhampton Wanderers thought they were headed for a draw But Mosella fed Origi, whose touch was soft and wriggly 
Then he whacked it in and made us all feel jiggly once more. Divock's a hero, Divock's a ledge. He's the very man you need when the game is on a knife edge. Divock's a champion, Divock's a star. When you have a Divock, your team can go very far. We might even now win the Premier League. Cause we've got Divock O'Reilly. Yes, we've got Divock O'Reilly. Listening to the post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel.